0: Thanks in the. Dark. Hey, what's up? It's My Yang from Mix in the Dark. If you follow my personal story on this podcast called Are We Taking Them Home, then you'd enjoy this short part two story from me. As some of you may know, my husband is a total skeptic. However, when he drinks a little too much, it seems he starts to see and talk to ghosts. We haven't hung out with our friends for a while, Due to the pandemic, so the other day, we decided to invite some of our friends over for a few drinks. Of course, he has a little too much, and by the end of the night, he starts to say those really strange things to me again. This time, he questioned me whether or not I thought about death and told me that I am next in line. He also mentioned a ghost lady that is creating trouble between us and that he has been telling her to leave. For the record, I have a happy marriage with my husband, so I don't even know anymore. Back to this episode though, I'm kind of excited about this set of stories. It's a little different from what I usually do and reminds me of one of my favorite TV shows called Beyond Belief. I call it odd coincidences because they truly are very odd coincidences. These stories are more interesting than scary and they might make you think about if things really do happen for a reason. Please enjoy. Story 1 Two Little Feet. My wife and I have been married for eight years. We have no kids and could not get pregnant. We're already in our mid 30s. I love to raise chickens, so we were looking to buy a small house in the countryside. Our real estate agent found a home that has one living room, a dining room, two bathrooms, and three bedrooms with a very large backyard. The price was good. However, there was a kid that died in the house several years ago. We were well aware of this before we even made the decision to buy the house. There was a family that lived there for four years before moving out, and the family was okay. They did not complain of seeing or hearing anything unusual. While my wife and I waited outside the door for our agent, I touched on the doorknob and realized that it wasn't locked. I opened it and we went inside. The place smelled so bad with flies everywhere. My wife went to look at the kitchen while I was trying to call our agent to see where she was at. A little cold hand grabbed me. When I looked, it was a pale, skinny little boy with two sunken eyes looking up at me. Then, I woke up from that dream. It's been four months since we bought this house, and I kept having this dream of that little boy. One night, while mopping the floor, my wife saw two little feet behind the window curtain in the living room. I was in the backyard, so she came outside and called me in. Then she pointed me to the curtain in the living room and said that she saw two little feet behind the window's curtain. I went to look and showed my wife that there was no one behind the curtain. Two weeks later, we invited a Hmong shaman to do a house-cleansing ritual. After the ritual, the shaman told us that there is a little boy ghost inside of our house, but he is a good ghost. The shaman said he already told the little boy that he can't stay in the house anymore and for him to go reincarnate. The shaman told my wife and I that everything should be okay. Four months later, my wife found out that she was pregnant. We couldn't believe it. We went to the doctor to do a blood test and later they confirmed that we really were pregnant. We were so happy. When it was time she gave birth to a baby boy. We named him Nathan. One day I was watching TV in the living room while my wife and Nathan were playing hide and seek. Nathan was about three years old during this time. It was my wife's turn to go find Nathan. Nathan went behind the window curtain and hid there. When my wife saw Nathan, she came to me and told me to go look, I did. There were two little feet behind the window curtain. My wife told me that a few years ago, she saw the same two little feet exactly like the way Nathan's were. After that day, my wife and I believe that Nathan is the reincarnation of that little ghost boy. Story 2. The Curse. I don't know if this counts as a scary story because it may be more coincidental than anything. You can be the judge. Back in the day, Hmong folks wanted sons because they were more beneficial to the family in terms of farming and gardening. The sons usually stay with the parents. When they get married, they would hopefully be rich with children to add to the family. Daughters on the other hand will leave the family to join their husband's family. They become that family's people. My parents are traditional and wanted many sons. Unfortunately, it didn't happen that way. My family has a total of eight daughters and one son. Our brother is the youngest in the family. I heard from our older sisters that we had a brother that was three years older than me. This was when they were still living in Thailand. He must have only been a toddler. My older brother had a unique medical condition though. He had some type of problems with his spleen. As you may know, the key functions of a spleen in the body is to control the levels of your blood and filter or remove damaged blood cells. In this strange case, his spleen seemed to be removing healthy blood cells instead of damaged ones. From what my sister said, he appeared jaundiced and really frail looking all the time. There was a time where he became really sick, he would cry until he turned purple, he would sleep through the whole day without taking any milk, and he became really, really weak. One night, my parents heard a really loud cricket on the top of their roof. As the cricket made the noise, my brother also cried. The cricket sounds went on for a days, and so did the cries of my brother. Finally, my parents decided to catch and get rid of that cricket. That night, there were no cricket sounds and no breathing nor sound from my brother either. He passed away that night. I heard the elders say that the cricket was my brother's spirit. Skip to my family's arrival to the U.S. and finally having my little brother. The strange thing was that he too was diagnosed with that same spleen problem. I remember him having to go to the doctors at least once every other week for them to do blood transfusions. I remember him at that age to be jaundiced, skinny, and really weak all the time. Time went by my parents finally allowed the doctors to perform surgery on my brother to remove his spleen. He's fine now. There's another connection to this story. It's a rather coincidental connection. One year, when everyone was old enough to take care of themselves, probably our middle school years, my mom decided to go on a trip to Laos in Thailand with my eldest sister and her husband. When they came back, there was lots of drama that happened. Apparently, my sister did not take care of my mom and left her with relatives. They did not share food, money, nor activities with my mom on that trip. My mom felt extremely lonely and sad that her daughter would do that to her. It seemed a bit dramatic at the time, but I'm pretty sure there were way more things that happened on that trip to make her feel that way. Anyway, my eldest sister became pregnant with a son shortly after. When her son came out, he was diagnosed with that same spleen problem that my brothers had. They had a shaman perform a ritual on their son because he was always sick. The shaman said that the house spirits cursed them for making their mother suffer. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but before leaving for Asia, my dad prayed to our ancestors and house spirits to protect the family while on the trip. They must have made the ancestors angry. My brother-in-law and eldest sister came by to the house right after and bowed down to my mom to ask for forgiveness and an attempt to reverse the curse. The same surgery was performed on my little nephew, and he's doing fine now and is also their last child, just like my brother. Like I said, this could all be coincidental and just a genetic thing. I do want to say that all of my sisters and I are completely healthy and basically textbook normal. My eldest sister has four kids total, one daughter and two other sons, and only her last son has the diagnosis. But I don't know. You be the judge. Story 3 The Honda Civic Mystery My parents used to own this green Honda Civic. It was more my dad's car than anything and he took really good care of it. Unfortunately, they lived in an area where Honda Civics are known to get stolen for engine parts and it was only a matter of time before his Honda Civic gets stolen. We kept telling our parents to park the car in the garage or move it to a different house where theft wasn't so normal, but they refused. That day soon came. One morning, my dad called us to say that his Honda Civic was missing and that he wanted us to report it to the police. We reported the theft, although we knew that the police would probably take their sweet time investigating because auto thefts were so normal here and it wasn't their priority. A few days have passed and my dad was getting really impatient. He decides to go to this lady who knows black magic. He hired her to look for the car. She wasn't able to tell specifics but managed to tell my dad that his car was taken by someone we knew. I'm actually very skeptical about this but who knows. My dad was confused but furious at who in the family would steal his precious car. My dad called a family dinner to openly talk about the matter. He snuck in the topic about him getting a reading from a person of black magic and told everyone that he knew who it was and was not mad. But it was just he was waiting for his car to come back and he's willing to give full forgiveness. The hope was that it would scare the person to give the car back. My dad had his suspicions of who it was. At the time, we had an ex-brother-in-law that always caused trouble. He physically abused my older sister, which is the reason why they are divorced. Because they have two children together, he would often visit our house really drunk and cause problems, such as punching holes in the walls or arguing with my sister over nonsense. We have called the police on him several times out of fear that he would kill us. He has also threatened to hurt the family before. My dad was sure that it was him. My dad likes to take walks in the morning around the block. They live near this dog park. To be honest, a lot of crimes happen in that park, shootings, thefts, murders. We always tell him to not walk in those areas, but you know, old folks, when they are in routine, nothing can stop them. Anyways, one morning during his walk, he passed the parking lot to the dog park and noticed a green car parked in the handicapped parking space. That was the only car in the parking lot since it was really early in the morning. Walking a bit closer, he then realizes that it's his stolen Honda Civic car. My dad headed back home to grab keys. He went back to the park to unlock and examine the car. Nothing was stolen or taken apart. He drove it back home and told us the good news. One small detail that he mentioned was that his handicap sign was put up and his car was parked in the handicapped area as if the person who took the car wanted the police to find it. The handicap sign was my dad's. The odd thing was that since the car was stolen, my dad wasn't able to put the new handicap sign inside his car. His old handicap sign, which was still in the glove box, was actually expired. The one that was hung up was his new sign, his handicap signs are always sent to his old house, which my eldest sister and brother in law is living in right now. My dad has not gone over to get that sign yet. So, was that lady with the black magic telling the truth? Could it have been my eldest sister and brother in law? Come to think of it, during that time, they were involved in a scandal and went totally bankrupt. I can't help but think it may have been them who stole my dad's car, knowing that they could have probably made money off of it. I would never know. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I'm your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark podcast is available on Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube, and Facebook. If you have any stories that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail dot com.